Now we ask our Lord God that as we enter into your word this morning, we ask that you be glorified in our lives, O oh God. You be magnified, not us, O oh God, but you, God. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I would like for you to turn with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms, the 39th chapter. And we are going to start at the first verse of Psalms, and we're going to work our way through to the fifth verse. Amen? Psalms 39, verse 1 through 5. And I would like to talk to you this morning for a moment on this thought. The importance of understanding one's self. The importance of understanding oneself. Now, it is very important that we understand ourselves. Amen? Especially when it comes to dealing with other people. If we cannot understand ourselves or we don't understand ourselves, then we would not know how to handle the situation that arise through other people. Or even ourselves, because sometimes we ourselves bring problem upon ourselves because there are things in, in our life that happen we don't even understand ourselves. Amen. So it's very important that we come to a place of understanding ourselves. Understanding ourselves will do a few things for us. First, it will enable us to acknowledge who we are. Then, it will enable us to acknowledge what we are. And it will give us a look at our attitude or our actions and our reaction. All right? A lot of time, problems arrive in our life because we react to something that we shouldn't have even reacted to. Amen? And you will find out that in a small moment, in a few moments, why we does this. Amen? But we find a man here by the name of David. David found himself in a stressful situation. Now, in the previous chapter, David went to God with a penitent heart and asking God to forgive him and not to cast him away in, because D David was dealing with his enemy. Just the way we does day by day, we have to deal with our enemy. Amen? And we ourselves need to know how to deal even with our enemy because we have to come into the realization that even our enemy has to be, has to be spoken to respectfully. Amen? Those that don't like you or we don't like you wrongfully, just because an individual don't like you, you still don't have to talk to them ruefully. Amen? When you are encountered by them. So it's a very uh, uh, important that we find David here in a stressful situation and instead of David going to consult man, you know how we are, 
We always want to run to feel or find out what some other man feels about our situation instead of going right to the source. David did not go to any man to, uh, in consulting his situation, but David went exactly to the source, to the helper, through the waymaker. He went directly to God. Here, yeah? and when he went to God, he made his request known to God. And what did David say? David said that God, he requested that God will give him knowledge of himself. Well, why God that? I should need, need to know myself. Why? Because first of all, we as people of God, for some reason, we feel that we are always right. Am I right? I'm not getting much amen or anything, but there's most of us, we feel that we are right. And there are times, people, that we are wrong. But we must know ourselves to the point where we know when we realize that we are wrong, we will come into uh, a repentance and repent to God for that. Not only repent to God, but we need to make it right with our fellow man. Amen? So here's what David said. David said, Psalm 39, starting at the first verse. Would you put that up there for me, please? It says, I said, I will take heed to myself that I sin not with my tongue. In other words, what was David saying? David said, I am going to take notice of my own self. I am going to take notice of my ways because my ways don't is not always right. Amen. So David said that. Why am you going to do that, David? David said, I am going to take notice of my ways that I sin not with my tongue. All right. Sometimes we can say the wrong thing at the wrong time and at the in the wrong place. Amen. And then when we get railed upon, when we get railed upon, we don't take the time out to stop to think, okay, what caused that? Okay? Prime example, on Thursday, my wife and I, we stopped to a gas station in Lexington to get gas. When I walked into the gas station, this young man was loading the, the shelves, and he was hanging out. I'm not talking about uh, 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 just pants just down. His pants was down, down, underwear and all. So I, I touched the young man. And I said, sir, I said, young man, pull your pants up because, you, you know, you're hanging out there a little bit. You know what he did? He railed on me. Don't look and you won't see so I said, yeah, man, I just letting you know so you could look decent, you know. Why don't you get out of the store and so you won't see it? So the, the uh, gas station attendant, he looked at me and shake his head and he said like this. He said, don't say no more to him. But if I hadn't, if I had a cap on, you see what would have happened? It would have been an argument. It might have been a fight. Somebody might have, he might have pulled a gun. So we have to be wise enough to know that when you have sighting of incident or something is about to happen, 
Just be quiet. But we as human beings, especially when people is around, oh boy, we don't want to be quiet because now you're going to make me look small if I don't say anything. But it does not make you small, people. Okay, I am trying to encourage you this morning to go to God and allow God to, to help you to acknowledge yourself. Because we have to, we come in contact with all types of people from all types of all walks of life. And we have to be very careful on how we speak to others. Amen. Even in our home, we have to be very careful of how we speak to others because it could cause a great big blowout. Amen. All because, you know, sometimes wife would say something to the husband that he don't like or, or in the, a manner that he don't like. Then uh, uh, he turns around and starts cussing her or want to hit her. All because of words. Words can cause us great distress. So I try to uh, uh, admonish you this morning that when you have to deal with people, stop for a moment, think, because you can be saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Amen? So here's what, so David, David just, just uh, uh, asked God, and he said, God, help me to know myself that I may not sin with my tongue. Amen? Let us go to James 3, 5, and 6. I want to show you something about the tongue. James 3, 5, and 6. Put that up there for me, please. Okay. James 3 and 5 says what? Even so, the tongue is a little member. Small, right? Very small. Matter of fact, the tongue is probably one of the smallest members in your body. But guess what? It boasts great things. In other words, what is boast? Boast means that it speaks very proudly. It speaks far too much on the things that he have done or the things that they have or he or she owns. People boast, and that comes from the tongue, y'all. All right? Behold... How great a matter is a little fire kindles. In other words, what he's saying there is that a little fire, right, can cause a small thing to go out of control. That's why we as people of God, even if we are not people of God, we still yet need to learn how to deal with others because of the fact our low tongue, this low tongue right here in our mouth, it can cause great disturbance. Amen? A lot of time, hear what our tongue does. You put verse 6 up there for me, please. And it goes on to say, verse 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of what? Iniquity. Iniquity is hidden sin. So is the tongue among the members. Among the members. We can destroy each other and we can destroy ourselves if we don't guard our tongue. But how are we going to guard our tongue? That it what defileth the whole body. Your tongue could mess up a whole lot of stuff. 
and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Let me show you something, how the town will mess us up. A lot of time, this is why I, I want you to be very careful. When you leave here today, be very careful how you deal with people. Because your town, you can draw people to you or you can drive them away. You can speak healing to someone or you can speak death to them by your town. Your town, all right, your town has a whole lot of power. But it, it depends on how an individual perceives it. If they don't perceive it right, you're in trouble. And how we get ourselves in trouble by our tongue. Somebody comes to you and talk or say something to you about somebody. And instead of you saying, okay, I don't know that individual. I don't know anything about that individual. So I'm not going to hear that. Not us. Not, 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 this, not this creation or this cre- creature called human. Human wants to take this little rare thing in his mouth and add to what the person say, not even knowing anything about the individual or the situation. Then the person that is talking to you goes back and adds something that you did not say. Now the person come back to you. You done set the whole world on fire. And it's not talking about the universal world, y'all. It's talking about that little world that you live in. Your course. All right? Your world. Your little area. Your uh, 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 lifestyle. It doesn't upset your entire lifestyle. Why? Because of your little old town. That's why I always tell people, when they come to me, don't tell me anything. And if I am going to go to the individual that told me, what you said, guess what? I'm going to call your name because you the one tell me. And that's how me, that's how I keep confusion down. Amen? So don't tell me anything about anybody or anything, especially most time humans actually put their little tongue in stuff that they don't even know anything about. Why? Because we allow Satan to speak. Speak to us at that moment, and you just have to put in your low two cents. So instead of keeping your low two cents to yourself, amen. So, 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 so then it, it, it goes on to say now, Psalms. Go back to Psalm thirty-nine. Psalm thirty-nine, one. Put that back up there. I'm, I'm not finished with that scripture yet. Psalm thirty-nine and one says what? It says not only that he asked God or he that he will take heed to his ways, that he sinned not with his tongue. He said what? I will keep my mouth with a what? Bridle while, uh, while the wicked is before me. In other words, he said, I'm going to keep my mouth. How are we going to bridle our mouth? When I read that, my mind went on a horse. You know, when we get ready to mount a horse, the first thing we do is put a bridle in his mouth. That bridle, when we want that horse to go right, we pull right, he goes right. We pull the left, we goes left. When we want him to stop, we pull straight back, he stops. 
this is how we are to bridle our mouth. But the bridle is not a man-made bridle. The bridle is the word of God. So I, I, I want to admonish you. Please, learn the word of God. Study the word of God that you may know how we are to conduct ourselves among our fellow men in the world. See what I'm saying? So, that way, you, the Bible said that we are to live peacefully among all men, right? So, how are we going to live peace, peaceably if we are always dipping our little tongue into something? And then we want to cry when we get railed upon. Don't cry. It don't even have to happen. Learn, allow God to guide you. Allow God to bridle us with the word. Amen? And when the word of God is present and prevalent in our life, guess what? It will be very hard for the devil to trip you up. Very hard. Now, I'm not saying that he may not get you here or there when you're around a corner or something, but it will be very slim. Why? Because as soon as he comes to you, you will pick him up every time. Why? Because the Spirit of God will give you uh, uh, the ability to, to discern him. And, and, and we won't have all these problems in life when we allow God to bridle us. Amen? He not only bridles our, uh, 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 our mouth and our tongue, but he bridles our attitude. Our attitude, because when we have a, 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 a good attitude, we will know how to answer stuff. The Bible says that a soft answer turn away wrath, right? And a lot of people feel that if I don't answer or I don't say something back to this individual in a harsh way, especially when people are around, that I am weak. No, that don't mean that you're weak. Sometimes we just need to keep our mouth shut, and guess what? It don't mean that you're weak. It means at that time you are using wisdom to end a great conference with somebody else. So you, you using wisdom, you being wise, guess what? You are the greater individual. Don't learn to cry just because the person speaks to you in a harsh manner. Okay? When I had that incident on Thursday, it was at one time I raised my voice. But he was, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at one time I raised my voice. You don't have to raise your voice to get a person's attention. Matter of fact, the quieter you are, the more they're going to say, that has to be a child of God. They, look, they see more of God in you than the world when you are quiet. But when you are quiet, uh, uh, noisy, and, and outrage like that, guess what? They look at you and say, you ain't no better than me. All because of our tongue. Amen? Amen. Let's go to, okay, so now, look at this. Verse 2. Look, verse 2, look at what David said in verse 2. Verse 2 says, I was dumb with silence. In other words, David said what? I said nothing. I held my peace. I don't have anything to say. When my enemy comes 
or my, my, the wicked comes among toward me, I don't have to say anything. The quieter we are, the most time what would happen is we will shut down disturbance. Be quiet. Even if I'm good, even when I have something good to say, when I know that, that, that I'm right, all right? My mama, my mom is dead and gone. But there was something she said to me when I was a little boy that never left me. She said, son, in this world, sometimes you have to take the wrong for the right. In other words, you lay low and let the ones that think they are right keep going because one of these days they're going to see just how wrong they were. Amen? You're going to have to, they'll see it. All you have to do is be quiet. Amen? So even when I have something good to say, all right, I kept my mouth shut quiet. And my sorrow was what stirred up. How many times you get so upset, right? And your anger just stir up in you. You are, uh, I mean, it just burning you up, right? And you haven't done anything, but it doesn't make you weak. And now because you are musing, you are musing the situation, your heart just burns. In other words, the, the, the meaning of musing means that you are meditating or you are thinking about the situation, right? And boy, that thing just eating you up because you want to say something so bad. But God is saying, hold your peace. I got your back. A lot of time, all we have to do is allow God to have our back. And you will see the results. Amen. And you will see the results. Let's go to Psalms 38.13. Psalms 38.13. Again, David says, But I, as a dumb, deaf man, hear not, and I was as a dumb man that opened up, not my mouth. Sometimes people, we have to hear and don't hear. We have to hear things and keep on walking as if though we never heard it. Because if you get into it, you know, sometimes you'll be walking past people and hear things. And you, and you know they're wrong and it hits the wrong way and you want to say something so bad. But you need to just keep on walking. You see things, and you know a person is wrong, but guess what? Don't get into it. Just keep on walking. Why? Because God is teaching us that even in this world, there are things that we do not need to get involved in. And people that, well, I'm a Christian, and, and, and God wants me to help people. If the individual accepts help in a positive way, but there are some things. If we would listen to what's going on around us, there are some things we just don't need to get ourselves involved in. Amen? 
Don't get yourself involved in everything just because you're a child of God. Because a lot of times we get ourselves involved in something, and guess what? It's not God. Ain't no God in it. It's the devil. And when you jump in it, the devil just tears you all up. And because that individual uh, uh, got you all disturbed and messed up now, everybody that comes in contact with you that day going to get reeled on. Why? All because you allowed the devil, you allowed yourself to get, get into something that you had no right in, and now because that person told you off, you want to tell off everybody else. Like one day I went, I, I had to go to to court to pay off a ticket. And this young man got in that courtroom and he started he started being smart with the judge. And everybody in this saying, man, I sure hope he shut up because this judge going to whack everybody. And don't you know, because that young man made that judge mad, that judge charged everybody in the courtroom. He ain't had no mercy on nobody that day. They said, man, why don't you just shut your mouth? But see, we can open our mouth at the wrong time with the wrong thing, and we can cause other people or other Christians to get railed upon. All because we allow people to see us involved in something that we have no business being involved in. Huh? I've been told that. Get away from me. All y'all preachers is the same. No, don't put me in the same basket with everybody because I'm not like everybody. I am just one individual. And if you would allow me to show the God in me, I think you will change your mind. But that's not the world. The world will, will put everybody or all Christians in the same basket. Now, that's why we have to be very careful on what we do. Amen? Then he said, my heart, my heart was, was hot. I was just hot in, within me while I was musing, while I was reflecting, while I was, was meditating on the situation. I mean, the situation, it just burned me up. And bad as I wanted to say something or I wants to say something, I need to keep my mouth, what? Quiet. That is called self-control. There are a lot of us, even as Christians, now be, 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 let's be honest. A lot of us, even as Christian or people of God, we do not have self-control. Let's be honest. Because I know me, myself, uh, I am a, a type of person, I just don't like to be talked to in any type of, uh, any kind of way or any uh, a tone of voice, because if you come at me wrong, you're going to get hatchet. I mean, come on now, let, let, let's be honest. Who in here, just because I am a minister, and if I come to you in the wrong attitude or in the wrong tone of voice and railed on me, won't you jump back? Come on, come on, come on. I ain't seen nobody hands so somebody lying. Huh? Come on now. And that's, that's human, that's human. That's the human part of us. We don't like to be spoken to or railed on 
before we say something else. But a lot of time, just keep your mouth shut. You'll be surprised of the outcome. All right? Now look at what David said in the fourth verse uh, 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 of the 39th chapter of Psalms and the, fir- and the fourth verse. David asked that God will uh, 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 allow him to know just how frail he is. We are all frail people, and they are coming. There become times when we become weak. I don't care who we are. I don't care what position or title we hold. You can be the president of the United States, and even the president of the United States at times become weak and frail. So we ought not think of ourselves more highly than we are to. If we want to be extinct like myself, I use myself. If I want to be extinct, I would not extinct myself. I'll allow somebody else to do it. Because when I start boasting about me, guess what? I'm going to take myself down. You understand what I'm saying? God will allow me. And I truly believe God will allow me to get into some things to let me know that, hey, boy, you ain't all that. Calm down. Come on down off your little high horse. You up on a stallion right now. You need to be down here on a pony. And when you're on a pony, you are humble. We need to learn to be humble. When we are humble to the word of God, to the spirit of God, God will lead us into quietness. Amen? And it also says, now watch this, and I'm about done. It says, man at his best, all right? When you get all that and think that we are so much, the Bible says that man at his very best ain't nothing but vanity. At our very best, at our highest state, y'all, we are nothing but a vapor. We are nothing. So we don't need to, to, to boast. We don't need to uh, uh, do anything. Just allow God to show us ourselves. And I guarantee you, when God show us ourselves and we become humble to the word of God and to the commandment and the statutes of God, we will be a whole lot better people. Amen? Even the even the people in the house of God will start loving each other better. We will become closer. Amen? We will become closer. So, we got to learn to allow God to bridle us. Allow God to lead us. And if we do this, If we do this, we will begin to go higher in God. We will begin to grow in God. Amen? Let's give God a hand, please.